Hi everyone and welcome to episode 14 of It's Cool with Jasmine Cool. As you can clearly, well, no, if you're watching the video, you can clearly see I'm in a different location. If you're just listening, uh, you can't. I'm in a different spot. I am on break from college. It's my winter break. Um, so yeah, I'm back home right now. i not sure how I feel about it. This episode is already late by like um, 22 hours, but it's fine, okay? We'll call it emotional recovery from finals week. Um, also, this lighting is fucked because I'm using my closet light. Um, I don't know if it would be better or worse if I shot that lamp off, but I don't, we're just not gonna bother with that, um, cause I don't have anything this direction. So, but this was like the best place to set up. Um, I would have my ring light, but that was missing from my room when I got here. Um... I thought, oh, maybe my sister took it. Uh, it was in my mom's bathroom. My mom has it. I think my sister took it for my mom. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's fine. I wasn't using it, obviously, because I wasn't here. I think my sister asked. Like, I have a vague, like, possible memory of that being a thing. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. I'm unsure of how this vibe is going to be. One, I'm tired. Two, the last episode I did hear, the vibes were completely off. It was the first episode, the introduction episode, which is a problem because I can't delete it because it's the introduction episode. <laughs> but the vibes are completely different, and that's like my most listened to episode because it's the first one. Do I, like, remake my introduction episode? Then I have to, like, listen to the whole thing and make sure I say, like, exactly the same stuff. Yes, it doesn't have to be exactly the same, but I have to make sure I say everything I said in that video. Because otherwise, like, context is going to be weird for other episodes. But I'm very tempted to redo that one because... The vibes are just so different because I did it after work one day, which that for me is like 1130. It was like 1130 on a Monday night. Um, so, yeah, um, I was talking really quietly. It was basically kind of like ASMR. My sister hated it. My best friend loved it. Uh but yeah, I, this lighting situation, I, obviously, I also have, this is my closet, so there's obviously nothing here that I could put my phone on to, like, do that, um, yeah, no, it's throwing me off, but it's fine, okay, it's fine, it's whatever, um, my finals, like, finals at my school, my whole education doesn't feel real, 
because I go to music school. I have one class this year that's not a music class. What is that? That's not real education. It is. Don't fight me on it. But it doesn't feel like it sometimes. Um, Because I got music theory where I write music basically with certain parameters um and then I've got um sight singing where you like it's what it sounds like you look at it and you sing it (laughs) it's all like very basic melodies and you use solfege but like sight singing that's a class that I have what makes it even better is it's taught not in like an actual like classroom building it's taught in a little house on campus yeah like the living room of this little house it's got desks in it and a chalkboard but it's a little house um which is really funny um it's really a vibe uh, and then this class is, causes quite the conundrum sometimes, because I sometimes forget that it's not a normal thing, that everybody knows what it is. It's called oral skills. Oral, A-U-R-A-L, as in your, like, ear. Oral skills. <laughs> not oral, O-R-A-L. <laughs> In oral skill, it's it's said that like the same, but like when we're talking, when fellow musicians are like talking to like non musicians, you have to like say oral so that it sounds less like oral because you can imagine all of the jokes that stem from that. Yeah, in oral skills, you hear. You, like, hear different kind, kinds of music, and then you notate it on, and into sheet music. Very um, difficult class. Uh, it's really funny. Uh, yeah. The way they do that class, though, kind of pisses me off. And it's the same everywhere. Because they will have you transcribe it in a different key than what's actually being played. They'll, like, give you... The first note, the key, and then how many measures it is. And they do it in a different key than what's actually being played to make it harder for people with perfect pitch. Which is fucking stupid. Because, one, if they actually have perfect pitch, it's going to be easy for them anyways. They know exactly what notes are being played. So, oh, they have to transpose. How? That's not hard. I've been doing that since I was, like, 12. Anyways. And if they actually had everybody... Because the people with perfect pitch are going to have an advantage. Let them have that advantage. It's fine. Uh, You know? Like, it's whatever. The people without perfect pitch are getting extra fucked over because especially the people who have any kind of relative pitch because most of the time the transpositions are like, oh, like really close. So it's like 
whatever but sometimes they'll be like so far away that like it fucks with my brain because I was doing one once and the note being played was like almost a whole octave higher and so I was I was like the notes that I was supposed to be notating and it's weird for me because I'm a vocalist so I have like an idea of where every note on the staff fits in my voice range like placement wise and you know it's really cool but you know so I like was hearing this note that was in a completely different part of my range than the notes I was notating I'm like this is supposed to be like middle voice what the hell so I started like writing it up the octave and then the the portier was like it's it's the one lower and I was like it's not that note and she's like do you have perfect pitch and I was like no I don't I literally don't have perfect pitch if I had perfect pitch my life would be fantastic 10 out of 10 my life would be so much easier I'd be having a grand old time okay oh but I don't I don't have perfect pitch. Ugh. I hate it. Anyways. So like, plus, if we did get to do the exercises in the actual key that they're in, it would be like way more effective because we would get pitch memory and then everybody would have way better relative pitch which is what you want in a group of musicians you want your musicians to have very good relative pitch so that you know it just makes a lot of things easier but if you're doing it in like different keys and stuff you can't do that like so it just fucks with our pitch memory because you're making it harder for the people with perfect pitch like no no don't do that. That's rude. Silly. Silly goose. Ugh. And so, yeah, there's that class. Um, and then I've got my studio class, which is like performance class. And then I have um, my voice lessons. And I have choir. And... Um, I had an intro to vocal studies, which was an insane class, had no, there was like no clear purpose. The teacher was like, I don't want this class to be extra work for you. So we basically, no one knew what was happening week to week. We met once a week for an hour and 10 minutes. And, um, pretty much anything could happen. So, yeah. A lot of strange things happened in that class. But it was kind of fun. Um, but yeah, and then my one class that wasn't a music class was first year studies, which... It's not like most campuses, first-year studies, where it's like, oh, we're going to teach you how to not die or whatever. It's art. We read Plato's Republic. We read, we read like a Native Guard, which is like a poetry collection. 
Um, we read Stranger in the Shogun City, which is a book about a person who lived in Japan in like the oh, 1800s, I believe. Yeah. Um, and like her life in Tokyo, which was Edo, but it's now Tokyo. Um, and we looked at this picture from like a photo collection about the industrialization of New York City. And we had a gamelan workshop, which I think I've talked about before is like a style, of, it's an Indonesian style of music where the tuning is funky and it's very cool. Um, so that was that class. That was like, I had two classes where I had like an actual final and it was that class and music theory. Um, <laughs> my theory final was okay. I was like, yeah, whatever. I know this stuff. My first year studies, my first year studies final fucking nuts the expectations we had for that like literally two people in my class said they handed a tutor the like um test like ex like things we had to know and they just went good luck <laughs> because we were expected to know like everything from every work we did that term so like for each chapter in shogun city we had to know and be able to explain this doesn't look like it's going hold on oh no it is okay and be able to explain like the gist of like what happens and then three details that stood out to us and why they stood out or why they were significant for every chapter it was insane thankfully that was like one of the biggest things I studied because I listened to an audiobook I think I fucking remember what chapter was where but thankfully because I was also focusing on the chapter titles because he had said something about like there possibly being questions about why the chapter was titled a certain way, which helped me, like, keep track of what happened in each chapter, which therefore helped me, like, recognize what details went with what, because they were things that happened in that chapter. Um, yeah. And then we had to know, like, all of the questions from our Plato reading guide, which was a lot, okay? And we were supposed to know... All of the terminology for the poetry and the picture of, like, framing and angles and, um, like, consonants and a slant rhyme. And that was, like, the one thing I kind of forgot to study was all of the terms, especially for the poetry. And that was actually on the test. It was, like, the one thing where I didn't, like, immediately know the answer because um, it was what is a slant rhyme and what is a sonnet i knew what a slant rhyme was it's when it, two words don't quite rhyme but they're like really close um a sonnet i was like it has something to do with vowels that's 
all I could remember. I was like, is it when two words start with the same vowel sound? But that's like, that's like alliteration. And then, because all I could think was like, when words have the same vowel sound. So I literally just wrote when words feature the same vowel sound. <laughs> I don't know if he will take that answer. Um, it's not technically incorrect. It's not the best definition you've ever heard of for that word. But <laughs> it's not technically incorrect. Um... Yeah, and turns out, for, like, the chapter stuff from Shogun City, we only needed to know that for one chapter. So I prepared for all nine chapters, and there was just one on the test. Just one. But you had to know all of them, because we didn't know which one he was going to pick. Yeah, that was... Kind of sad, but it's fine. It's fine. Okay, it's whatever. There's a lot of people that didn't like that teacher. He was kind of an asshole. He knew it, though. Um, mega ADHD, mega. Like, told us one time he was gonna send out our paper prompt. <sighs> never sent it out he told us that on like um it was either a wednesday or a friday and we had so anyways and then we get to a monday this paper mind you is due thursday we don't have the paper prompt yet. We have, like, a general kind of what he's thinking, kind of. Um, so he's like, yeah, uh, didn't send that out. Um, basically, just, so he told us basically what he had told us before. And then was like, just throw some shit down. Just ideas. So, Yeah. We're all like, uh, okay. <laughs> but then had these crazy expectations for the final. And it was just insane. Insane. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Um, I literally know one of my classmates for the chapter question just kind of explained what the chapter was about wrote one detail out of the three and then said I read this book front to back um I could not tell you where one chapter ended and the next began I like he was a person I just don't think we meshed well in this class and I was like that's hilarious I don't don't think he's gonna count that but Nice try. Um, yeah. I don't know if I want to edit those, all the yawning out. That might take too much work. 
we'll see. You guys will know whether or not I did. Uh, if I do, that means I probably have to edit out all of this, which means it's probably not happening. So you guys can enjoy all of the arms. Although I already have something to edit together because I accidentally stopped recording once. See, hopefully you guys don't notice when that happens, but sometimes I do it on accident because my computer will like start to fall asleep. So I'll like move the thing on the trackpad and it'll be like left on the record button and then it'll stop recording. And then I have to like go into the audio and edit the things together. It's really a pain when I have to fix it like with the video because I have to get the video synced up at first and then I have to go through and find where it's not synced up and fix it again there. And then I have to try and cut out like the same amount of video that I cut out from the audio. <laughs> uh, thankfully, the program I use is like syncs kind of like like by itself almost. So that's nice. DaVinci, DaVinci 18. Woo. Um, <laughs> yeah. My almost successful romantic endeavor has gotten confusing. Um, he was not in class that Monday. He was in class. Ooh, I can't remember we might have had a lecture. I think we had a lecture that Wednesday. And then he was in class Friday. Which ended up okay. It was fine. Um, yeah. And then, so we kept being friends. We, like, studied together for the final because this shit's fucked. Um... Yeah, and then we, like, hung out a couple times. Somebody needs to explain straight men to me. Because I don't know if he's, like, straight. Uh, well, I assume he is, because I came out to him, and he was chill with it, but didn't say he was anything other than straight. So, yeah, because we were having a conversation kind of about that stuff um yeah I came out to him and he was like chill with it but like okay because he told me he wasn't ready to continue pursuing a relationship but I literally I cannot for the life of me read this man right like is this a universal experience? Somebody tell me, please. Like, because he kind of explained to me why he's bad at answering texts. But at the same time, if he wanted to talk to me, he would, like, text me. Right? Right? Like... Am I going insane? I don't know. Because he'll, like, not text me all day. And then 
the day of the final, he, like, brought me a burrito and a Haritos soda from this taco place that he wanted to take me to when we were, like, when we, like, started going out. Which I think would be, was because I bought him chicken tenders one time because he told me he wasn't going to eat dinner because he had to study. And I was like, that's, no, I'm, so I brought him chicken tenders. And he brought me that food, which was really nice. I appreciate it. But I didn't know what to do with it because I was getting picked up that day by my family in like 45 minutes and we were going to go eat dinner. And I had this burrito. <laughs> um, plus, I'm a picky eater. So, it was my worst nightmare. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what was in it. <laughs> it was cold. So, I put it in the microwave. And then I faced my fears. <laughs> and I ate it. And it was a very good burrito. <laughs> Um, yeah. It was very awkward when he gave it to me, though, because I forget I'm a fast test taker until I take tests with people in the room. And because this final was the first time I had taken a test with other people in the room all term. All term. Because all of the other tests that I've had are, like, take-home tests because my school has this honor code where, like, we sign this thing that says we won't cheat. Um, and most people don't, so. Yeah, they're, like, take-home tests. Um, so this is my first time, like, taking it in the room. And so, like, towards the end, when I was, like, done, I was even trying to, like, slow down because I kind of thought he was, like, also kind of done. So I was, like, I looked over my answers, like, twice. I was trying to, like, be slow. And so then I get up, and I put it in the box, and I walk back, and it's just sitting on my chair. It's so funny. I was like, what? And then he just goes, like, take it. And I was like, okay. I was like, thank you. It was so funny. It's the thought that counts, okay? Yeah. I'm just confused because like when he's responding he'll respond fairly quickly right but I don't think he's like ever been the one to text first which is kind of an experiment I'm running right now not texting him first we'll see what happens but I'm very confused because he like came to my room to like watch a movie and I thought we were gonna kiss at one point and then we didn't I don't know if it was because we both kind of chickened out or if he was expecting me to make the first move but I was waiting for him because I'm like hey, you're the one that said you weren't ready so I'm not gonna push your boundaries plus I don't really know what I'm doing because there were moments I could have been a lot flirtier the, like, entire time, like, after that text when we were hanging out, but I didn't want to push it, because he's the one that said he, like, wasn't ready, 
I was like, I'm not going to. If you want to just be friends, I can do that. But I'm getting weird vibes. Make it make sense. Ugh. Maybe this episode will be Why Do Men Part 2. <laughs> Except that would be a little bit of a clickbaity title. Because this has been like the last 10 minutes. Most of it was about school. But. Yeah. Someone explain that to me. Like. If guys are talking to girls they like. Do they. Like. Respond all the time. Is it like not something they think about? I know my audience is 0% straight men, so <laughs> I feel like this may not be the best place the best place to uh put this question out there. But I guess other people who are interested in men that are out there is this normal? Because I can't tell. And it's making me upset because I don't know what's going on so yeah and if I do happen to somehow attract men all of a sudden to this um, podcast please answer that question what is going on <laughs> someone uh yeah because I think if he didn't like me, he would just say that. He asked me why I'm so nice to him. And I didn't know how to answer that question. Because <laughs> so I was like, am I supposed to be mean to you? Like, <laughs> I don't know. And then you said I was one of the nicest people he'd met. And I was, I was like, well, I could have said because I like you, but one, he said he wasn't ready. Two, I don't want him to think that my, like, respect for him as a person is, like, conditional based on, like, my attraction to him, you know, because his value as a human being is not completely determined by that. So, men, take that note. Okay. People are not only worthy if you're attracted to them. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. That's been it. Uh, maybe we'll get this up by midnight. <laughs> 24 hours late. <laughs> we'll see. Anyways, uh, my favorite song this week it's a very recent development, like today, because I was watching um, uh, Barefoot Contessa um, and Ina Garten, Garden, Garten show, like her newer one, and she had Faith Hill on the show, and so I was listening to some Faith Hill, and my favorite song right now from that is um, What's In It For Me. I faith hill. <laughs> 